and welcome back. The best is yet to come. Gesundheit with Jacobus. And I'm not talking about what's coming up next. That is, of course, the weather report with Chuck. Mm-hmm. And it's always, every week, it's the best, the best, better than last week. Chuck? Every week is different. Turn your microphone up. Just all the, there you go. Every yes, week is different. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Turn yourself on, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Hmm. Interesting information from Kathy. To say the least. Yeah. I can I'm see still you think. skeptical. About what? About everything. Well, there you go. <laughs> Why do you say that, that? Part of a Scorpio's makeup. <laughs> well, he's kept he's kept it all about everything. Yeah, but I see. That's also why things, but everything. Yeah, that is also why he's so inquisitive. Yeah, but he really I, is. But that's why it would be really fun if I had his chart and we can work together because he's going to ask the right. He's going to ask questions that are right to the point that we're going to really be able to. Scorpios like to explore, to research, to find out. And, mm-hmm. and I love working with Scorpios because they're, they're so incisive. They see what other people don't see. They cut to the quick. I see. Unless they have a cynical attitude. Not, then there's not ah, much you can do. Not him. Because you know, the, the, <laughs> the Taurus, the Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, remember, that is the cross where you have attitude. Oh. That you have attitude. Bad attitude. So, yeah, bad so, to the bone. but you know, change that attitude. Get some gratitude. You're not too old yet, Chuck. You can still change. <laughs> Basically, if you don't change, you're changed. So Scorpio, yes. for example, Scorp- for example, in the health picture, Scorpios tend to be highly resistant to disease. Highly oh, resistant. Oh, man. Every time I turn around, there's something. But, but it's not a disease. Usually, it's an injury. There's but, a reason for that, yeah, Chuck. But be, they stuff things. They're highly resistant. They're very strong. But in a certain place, because they haven't gotten rid of all this toxicity, it's like a volcano takes off. Mm. And it all comes out. Mm. And then they're in this health crisis, right? Oh, yeah. Whereas you get another. One after the other. Well, you get, you get another sign. You get another sign like, you know, like Gemini or Libra or something. And they're kind of dealing with things as they come up. So even though Scorpios look like they're highly resistant and they're, they look healthy, they may be actually harboring. Oh. And so there's a sense of whatever is there that has to be gotten out. You need to get it out because you're not to be able to change. Change is the name of the game. So you don't have to be changed by outer circumstances or people or forces. Mm. Then we always have to be progressing to be purer. Yes. Healthier. More loving. Kathy Garcia, who is my guest today, she is an astrologer, professional transformational astrologer, and a very interesting book she wrote. I highly recommend you get a copy if you have any interest in astrology, any interest in astrology. This is a book that you will truly enjoy. It's called The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac. And it's this one is about the sun signs. So she's going to write more books about the moons and and the ascendants and, and the rising signs, I mean. And um, so there's a lot coming, but she started with the sun signs because that's what most of us identify ourselves with. A lot of intricate stuff going on. And this is a book that is for the layperson as well as for those who have studied it for a long time and who will pick up on the concept of transformational astrology because it does bring different concepts into the 
into the forefront, which are very easy to understand if you know what you're talking about, but it just expands your understanding and it expands your vision and it expands the way that you yourself may be working with people in your family. And so I, uh, I tell you that it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to have. I think, Kathy, I want to tell you that we always say hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Astrology gives us some foresight. Mm-hmm. We, we, we can understand the signs. We can understand astrology from the past because the facts are there. And it has helped, especially people like yourself who say, I can tell you the Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa or whatever. <clears throat> you can talk about some famous people because it will explain we can identify with it. But at the same time, astrology better than anybody else anything else is giving us a chance to look ahead even though we make choices every day we can change our own path however we want to but you are able to give somebody foresight about potential risks that could come on the way and that you can protect yourself from yeah and since we're talking about relationships we can talk about other things too but let's just say someone comes to see me and uh transiting neptune is conjoining their Venus, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you look at the rest of the picture. It's, it's more complex. But maybe they meet the love of their life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. or maybe they're having a time with the person they're with that is really so ideal and yeah. special. Yeah. But also, they may be totally in unreality because mm-hmm. Neptune tends to bring us to the heights and bring us to the depths. Yeah. And Neptune tends to bring illusion, delusion, self-deception, and sometimes deception from others. Yeah. So I might recommend this person uh, to test this relationship out, for example. For, you know, especially, now let's just say, and, and here, you know, on my website, you can also see there's a report called Empower Your Relationships. And there's also the uh, astrological consultation. So one thing we're going to look at with relationships is what is the rising sign? Let's say if you have if you have uh, Pisces rising, talking yeah. about Pisces now, and you're very idealistic and tend to have you know a foot on the ground and your head in the sky, you're going to want you're going to attract a Virgo type of a person, or vice versa. If you have a Virgo rising, you can be cool, calm, and collected. But who do you attract to you? Right? I see. You might attract to you people that have really have problems. And so the question is, do you really want this to be the person you live with every day? I see. You know, so there's ways of, uh, and then to answer your question, you can look at the nature of the cycle. You can look at the nature of the cycle and it could tell you really how to best use that cycle. Mm. I won't tell anybody not to get married or not to do this because people make their own choices. Correct. Right. And if there's a, if there's a Uranian transit going on and it's, a t- it's, then it may be impulsive and impetuous. I'll probably tell them, give it some time, get to know the person, this kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But if they don't, well, that's, that, that's their business. You give this, by the way, a certain name and I forgot what the, what is Sinistry. Sinistry. But you, there is a word ahead of it. Astrological sinistry. Yeah. yeah. Sinistry is spelled S Y N A S T R Y. Sinistry. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Well, Sinistry, I'm looking at your chart. I'm looking at your partner's chart, the person. And we're looking, first of all, we're looking at how you relate. One thing we're going to be looking at is not not only the sun sign, not only Venus and who you tend to attract, but how you communicate. I see. So, like before we told about it, somebody with Mercury and Cancer is going to, their emotions are going to come into their communication mm-hmm. more than, for example, somebody with Mercury and Leo. Okay. So, you put a Mercury and Cancer, Mercury and Leo person together and and... 
there's going to have to be something else going on there or they're coming or they're going to communicate in very different ways. Uh-huh. And so then we look at and then we look at, let's just say we look at the, the positive in your chart and we look at the negative. We look at the real challenges. But where are you with the challenges? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've mastered them. Maybe you've become a better person because of it. Or maybe you're stuck mm-hmm. in the same groove you always have been. Mm-hmm. Then we look at at the other person and how at them. And then we look at the connections between your charts. Mm-hmm. And, and we can see strengths. We can see areas of challenge. We can see places where people get stuck, how maybe to work them out. Is it almost like putting somebody else's chart on top of the other person's chart, kind of, and then look at it from the I'm top? I'm telling you, you'd be a good astrologer. Uh, that You can actually do that. You can actually combine charts, and that's called a composite chart. Okay. And that's the thir- that's not synastry, but it's the third element of it. So synastry, it's not about you. It's not about your partner. It's about the relationship you create. Mm-hmm. So here's you, here's your partner, and there's a third element, which is the relationship that you create. Correct. So when you combine your charts, that's what you're going to be talking about. And I have done charts where the people are so different that you wouldn't even think that they would get along, but the relationship they create just works. How interesting. And sometimes vice versa. Yeah. You see? I so see. People maybe go like, this will be a match made in heaven, but when you put them together... It may turn out to be well. More I've seen more the other way, you know, mm. where they have different personalities. They don't kind of dance the same way, but when they create the relationship, uh, it works out. They great. They complement each other, and then I'm thinking, and they can respect that all out of each other. That's yeah. kind of what you mean. Yeah, and well, it works. It works. So you get, for example, you. I'm thinking of a couple that were together for five years who had a great relationship and they were terrific together, and their sun signs were square one another. Right, mm-hmm. their sun signs were square, but their but their love planets were working ter- terrific. So basically, what that came down to was they ended up breaking up because they didn't want the same things in life. Huh. They were they were very romantic together. Yeah. They loved being together, but they were going in different places. So if you're going to be with someone whose sun sign is squaring yours, you're going to both maybe you'll work in different departments like you and your wife. Right, you'll have to, right. because you probably wouldn't work for you both to be in the same department. No, we're not. No, but for you to work in the different departments of the same enterprise because you both have have power. Yeah, that works out okay. Yeah, we have our own. You want you need of... to want the same things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you have different ways of going about it. I see. Very interesting. If you didn't, you wouldn't be together. Uh huh. How interesting. Kathy Garcia, my guest. Her book, The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac, The Sun Signs. She also has her own number where you can call her for professional advice. It's 406 333 4804, 4804, and her website, the3magi.com. Caller, good morning. Thank you for waiting. What's your name? How can we help you, please? This is Clint. Hey, Clint. Good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. All right. Thank you. But anyway, I'm enjoying your program this morning. Clint. You tell uh, Catherine is her name? Kathy. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm a Scorpio, so I know what you're talking about, resistance to... Diseases and stuff. I am pretty resistant to most of it, but some of it I'm not. But don't sit on things. The point I was trying to make too is that Scorpios are pretty resistant, but sometimes they're if they if they don't forgive, if they're harboring, if they have habits that they need to change. Like I'm glad you really changed your cigarette habits. Then all of a sudden, all that you know. Then all of a sudden, you can get a certain transit or this or that, and then be in a real health crisis. So it's you always with Scorpios. You say. 
purge and purify. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, I'm uh, I'm pure as the new driven snow anymore, and I want you guys to behave yourself today. We have will. A nice day. Give everybody a hug to Cobus and tell him you love him, and uh, we'll ha- all have a hell of a nice day. All right. You Thank too, you, Clint. This is very tempting <laughs> because you know Scorpio, as we've said before, we seem to come back to Scorpio a lot. Have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Scorpio has the three symbols. So you have the scorpion, which is the sting of death. And then we get these compulsions. Scorpio really is the signature of addiction. So we do these compulsions that really kill you. And you ha- when do you come to that point of saying, you know, of really reaching for life and reaching for light and going through the process? And then Scorpios become very free and they become the freest of the free and they go and they teach others to heal. So this is the key. This is really the core of, of, of the selfishness that blinds us. And addiction is related to Scorpio as is his healing. Huh. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate that. And so I better watch myself and behave. Yeah, you should. It's about time. Well, you, one good thing is that sometimes when you've been there and you've done it and now you're not doing it and you're so much better, then you have a good message to tell people. Hmm. What's your birthday? November 13th. November? Th- Scorpio? Oh, that's what you said. No, I said we have a collection of Scorpios happening yes. here. Yes. That's oh, why boy. I made sure to talk about other signs and don't feel left out. <laughs> But then they could call in, right? Of course they could. Well, it, I'm just a young fellow anymore, you know. Yeah. Modern medicine and, and things like you tell there, uh, Jacobus keeps me upright, mobile, and alive, and feel well. Thank yeah. God. All right. You guys take care. Thank you so much, Glenn. So, here we are with Kathy Garcia and talking about transformational astrology. And uh, we are in the section of relationships. So, what works, what doesn't work. It all works. All has potential. Well, I shouldn't say that, but all everything has potential if we're willing to work on our qualities and overcome some of the the, the challenges that we have. And uh, if people who are stubborn, who just say my way or the highway, that could become a problem. That could become a problem. Could become a problem. That is a problem. Well, unless you have somebody who says, unless you're uh, alone, <laughs> yeah. and if you're alone, you're not in a relationship. That's <laughs> true. But you can have somebody who uh, who wants to be submissive, subservient, what do you call it? Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. that's the way it works. Yeah. I think that a lot of all the relationship, whether it was this male dominance in, in the family, that some of that must have been the case. I, I always go, women were very strong because they were able to keep the family together while the man was so-called working outside or doing his job. And the women who were raising were very domestic. And, um, but I think that something must have happened behind the scenes where they would have the discussions and women should have been able to express themselves. And, you know, but you don't always get from the books, the, the, the books, you don't get that idea. It just comes across like this real male dominant history that we've had. Well, maybe it's male dominated literature. That's possible. Remember, we were talking about Abigail Adams? Yeah. And we were talking about the women uh, during the Revolutionary War who were running the families, who were running the farms, yeah, who yeah. were running the businesses. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Personally, you know, ha- being a professional person, having raised four kids, yeah. I find work is, is infinitely easier than bringing up children. I think that is the great work of, the, of the ages. There's it nothing is. more than, there's nothing that takes more out of you. I can I can see what you're saying. We're going to take a short break for the news. Please stay with us till 11 o'clock because Kathy Garcia has so much to say. Love to have her in the studio. We'll be right back. 
Focus and Heights with Jacobus every Saturday morning from 8 to 11.